0: Three meetings between the Boston Bruins and the Pittsburgh Penguins. First, let's go to the Garden for two meetings. It's TD Garden on Penguins Recap. And it is Penguins Post Game Time on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get it going. Start the intro. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, Show taste he scores! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins Post Game. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Days are made for matchups like this one. Between Sidney Crosby and Jeremy Swayman. The Pittsburgh Penguins take on the Boston Bruins. In what should be an amazing matchup. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the studio behind me. As usually, I'm not here for Penguin's postgame, but I'm here tonight as your host to bring you Penguin's postgame. Before we get down to the need and greedy... I just like to bring out that you can catch the recap versions of Penguin Post Game if you miss out on them on the Sports for Beginners podcast on my podcast feed on the ice and behind the benches, the podcast where it's. Penguin talkie every single Wednesday. Now, with that out of the way, let's get down to the need and greeting. and talk ruins and penguins. All right, just thought I'd get that out of the way. So it wasn't bothering us for the remainder of the show. As you already know, it is the Bruins taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. And some good stuff to note here. I mean, first off, you got the Pittsburgh Penguins who are just coming off a 4 3 loss to the Washington Capitals. And you've got the Boston Bruins, who, before they came to Pittsburgh, are coming off a 4-1 to victory over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hmm, what's wrong with this picture, I wonder? Let's talk about it with our game summary portion of the Penguins post game. Shall we? We shall, Thomas, but when is our host of Penguins post game coming back? Fact is, I don't know when he's coming back, but I do know That he will be back. After January 5th. When the Penguins get ready. To do battle on their. On their 27th. Battle. In the January schedule. When they face. Both. The Florida Panthers. And the Montreal Canadiens. I don't know when he'll be back. Per se, however long he is gone. I will step in for the games upcoming in this Penguins schedule. So let's talk Penguins and Bruins because we've wasted so much time talking about that. At least I think so. You guys may have another opinion. But let's talk about the game. 35 to 29 are your total shots. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, they not only won this game, but they outshot. The Boston Bruins. By, hmm, 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 let's see. 35 29. How many shots were they short of the Pittsburgh Penguins? Oh, wow. Look at that. Boston may have only lost by one in this game, but they were down the score that the Penguins scored in goals tonight. Six. They were down by six shots. So, look at that. If the Bruins had close to 35, like at least 33 shots, it would be pretty <laughs> close in the shot total. Speaking of shots, let's look at our first period. For both the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Boston Bruins on the goal summary. It kicks off in style with literally 41 seconds into the first period. This guy, Brad Marchand, scores his 14th goal of the season. And who better to help him with that goal than David Pasternak, his 29th assist of the season. And Charlie McEvoy gets his 21st game of the season. Excuse me, 21st goal assist of the season. Again, 41 seconds is that tally. The operate the powerful... Pittsburgh Penguins in Big O'Connor, as I'll call him, his name is Drew O'Connor, gets his fifth goal of the season with the 21st assist of the season to Christopher Lu Tang, or as Pittsburgh calls him, Tanger. And welcome assist number six of the season to Lars Eller. And we are all tied at one goal apiece. But not so fast, says Pittsburgh. We ain't done with the first period just yet. Ryan Graves and Sid the Kid with Raquel scored the Penguins' second goal of the game and Ryan Graves' second goal of the season. giving Cindy Crosby his 18th assist of the season, and Raquel his ninth goal assist of the season. Rakar Raquel, I'm told, is his name. But I'll get the pronunciations for those names in due time. Back to the goals. So you think you can outsmart the Boston Bruins by getting a one-goal game? Hmm. You thought wrong because David Pasternak has 22 goals on the season, and now, he's made it 23 goals on the season, with his first goal of the night being a equalizer to even the game, up at two goals apiece. We are even, Boston 2, Pittsburgh 2, at the Garden in Boston and who should assist David Pasternak on his goal but Morgan Greeky. And Lindholm of the Boston Bruins, otherwise known as Hempis Lindholm, who each score their tenth and ninth assist of the season. Shake alert! Shake alert! And the Penguins are back in the lead with a one-goal hockey game. His 18th goal of the season, 19th assist of the season for Sidney Crosby. That's two assists already for Sidney, For Sidney Crosby in tonight's game. And Tanger gets his 22nd assist of the season. Yeah, Christopher Liu Tang was assist of Jake Gensel's goal. And then, hey, I got an assist. I might as well get a goal. We're going into the first 20 minutes with... Lars Eller's 7th goal of the season. And Drew O'Connor's... Eight assists of the season, and 65, Carlson, Eric Carlson, as the Penguins will go into the first 20 minutes up by two goals, coming off Lars Eller and Jake Gensel. or otherwise known as Jake the Shake. But we'll talk about Jake the Shake in a little bit. There's a segment coming your way that is inspired by that shake that I'm sure next day all Penguins fans across Pittsburgh in the Steel City will be so happy about. More on that a little later. To the second period, we go and the 40 minute mark of the second period. A play. So. Hmm, we played twenty. Penguins are up by two goals. But what will happen next? Well, here's what will happen next. Big Jeff Carter will score himself a goal. Yeah, yeah, you heard me. Big Jeff Carter will get himself. On the board with a mere 23rd assist of the season from Christopher Lu Tang. Tangers on fire tonight with the assists. Already three assists. And we haven't even gotten to the regulation period in this game. If that doesn't tell you he's the player of the game, I don't know what will. But hey, at least the Rusty Razor and Brian Rust has that assist to share with them as he gets his 11th assist of the season, Brian Rust. The Bruins will not let the Penguins go quietly as their seventh goal of the season for both Morgan Grinky and Jake DeBrusque comes in to the second period Boston Bruins' aid. Making this a one-goal hockey game going into the final regulation period, the 60-minute period. And... As we hit that regulation period. It is now. Five. Pittsburgh. Four. Boston. Boston. Feeling really really good about themselves. Pittsburgh. Might be getting a little stressed. Having the fact that they could blow a lead. In the. Regulation period after all that hard work they put in to get that lead of three goals. Sidney Crosby ain't worried, he knows that as soon as Brad Marchand scores, which Brad Marchand did on a shorty, too. Sidney Crosby will get the PPG back on the air. And you know what? Before I even tell you what the final score was given the third period stats, let's just play that game so we can hear from the guys at Pittsburgh. Our favorite line, our sports beginner's host loves to hear. Take it away, gentlemen.
1: All right, with 8.48 to go, third period. Back, to the boys back in the box, you mentioned, Ray. And the Penguins get to set up a power play. Here's Sidney Crosby. <laughs> through traffic and through Jeremy Swayman. And it's a power play goal for Sidney Crosby. And with 8.41 to go in the third, 6-5 Pittsburgh. Averaging three and a half shots a game, the most since 2010-11, it starts with... A face-off win again. The Penguins are 72% on the draw tonight. It matters so much on special teams. Carlson will race to the middle, and Crosby's shot goes through traffic, through Lindholm, through Swayman. Oh, it hit Lindholm as well. Man, this has been a miserable night.
0: Wow. You know what? I'm going to say it anyway. A PPG for PGH. And it's on the Pittsburgh Penguins power play. With Sidney Crosby. Getting the last goal of the game. But before that could happen. We got even. With Brad Marchand. Getting the game even, and his 15th goal of the season. But he wasn't just alone getting his 15th assist of the season and the only assister on Brad Marchand's second goal of the night was Charlie Coyle. So congratulations to both of them. Brad Martian. He got the game started. He might as well finish it. But he's down. Only by a one goal. Feels like when the game was 0-0. Doesn't it? You open the scoring. You might as well finish it. But this time you have to tie it. Right Brad? Feels like when the game was 0-0, right? You got the first goal. Ding! Now you have to tie the game. So now, after 3 minutes and 8 seconds of ice time in the third period, for which that goal was scored on the shorthanded, we've got Sidney Crosby with Goal number 22 on the season, and that's the last goal of the game at 11 minutes and 19 seconds on the PPG for PGH. Of course, what does PGH stand for? Pittsburgh. Goal. That's what it stands for. Speaking of goals, how well did our power play units do for each team? Actually, let's take a word from the folks at Siena T Radio. Before we get to our game stats, the opening segment of Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on on the ice and behind the benches and streaming right here on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Continues right after this. Stay with us, Penguins fans. The stars of the game are on their way.
2: Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map, with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show, and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map.
1: Boston gets to it the Bruins come out with That's from
0: In case then if you're wondering that is the crowd going wild at the TD Garden and we welcome you back in to Boston Bruins versus Pittsburgh Penguins on the Pittsburgh Penguins post game show. Only found here on the Sports for Beginners podcast, but streaming on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast every Wednesday on Penguins Hockey Wednesday. Yeah. That was Brad Marchand and the crowd going wild at TD Garden. When... Brad Marchand scored his fifteenth goal of the season. His second goal of the night. That would even the game at five-five. A piece. All right, the scoring summary has been dealt with. But let's get to our panelly summary before we get to our game stats and before we change gears and get to the middle segment, we will reveal the stars of the game. So who gets the send bin first? I wonder don't need to wonder at seven minutes and 52 seconds. It's Boston with the first PPG power play. Chance as pure Oliver Joseph gets a two minute minor for high sticking against Oscar Steen at seven minutes and fifty two seconds. Time of the penalty. Second period. And here come the Boston Bruins. All right, your turn in the Ben Boston. But who's it going to be? Well, it's going to be Brendan Carlo. He gets into the box for two minutes. And instead of high sticking, the referees tell him, no, you're going to the box for two minutes because you cross-checking against Jansen Harkins. Hey, that sounds like saying Casey Jansen. No, no, no. That sounds like saying Danny Jansen. Thomas focus is here on the post-game show. Baseball season is... months away. We haven't began spring yet. Anyways. Brendan Cardle is the first Boston Bruin. Set to the sendman. In the second period. At 4 minutes and 36 seconds. Remember how I said Lu Tang was on... Fire? On the assist category. Well yeah. He was up far on the assist category. But he also found the sin bin. And here was your penalty. He was called for. Chris Lutang. To the box you go. Two minutes. For hooking against Charlie Coyle. Time of the penalty. 13 minutes and 21 seconds. Third period and it's Boston everywhere in the penalty box. No penguins to be seen. So what's that? Three Boston guys, two Pittsburgh guys in the penalty box? That sounds like an interesting observation. Because I thought it would be even. Three Penguins, three Boston guys finding themselves in the sand, but uh, but that is not the case tonight. Nope. Instead, Boston finds three guys in the box, and Pittsburgh says, we only need two guys to go to the box. And Charlie McAvoy is both of those penalties for the Boston Bruins. In the third period. First. He gets a two minute minor for delaying the game. Puck over the glass. Hey remember how I talked about that on the Montreal and Ottawa PWHL game. I said how about this. You get a delay of game. And you rarely see that in hockey. For the NHL's case. Well. Hey. It happens in the NHL tonight. And Charlie McAvoy, once he got a delay of game penalty over the glass at a minute 38 in the first period. Well, at least you didn't have seconds to call it. you They gave you a minute before you called it. So that's a plus. 11 minutes and 12 seconds later, back to the sim bin you go, Charlie McAvoy. And this time, it's for hooking against Big Jeff Carter, or as I'm going to call him, Big Carter. 11 minutes and 12 seconds in. All right, that's the penalty summary. Now... With the penalty summary out of the way. Why don't we check in. On. What really happened. In. This action. Actual game. Huh? Why don't we do that? Let's. Let's do a uh, check-in on how the game really went. Shall we? So, this game starts here. And, I mean, I I don't want to be the one to say this ain't interesting, but this is pretty interesting. Out of... Sixty faceoffs. Count them. Sixty face-offs. Pittsburgh won thirty-nine of those faceoffs. Boston only won twenty-one of those faceoffs. Pittsburgh. Leaves tonight feeling like 65% lucky on the face-off circle. Meanwhile, Boston feels like that was interesting. We'll take 35%. On the face-off circle. We already talked about power play, so... It's not a surprise here. There's no percentage with Boston. They get two chances and they fail. Four minutes for Pittsburgh to go into the penalty box. And the penalty kill prevails. Do you see a change in Pittsburgh's hockey? Maybe. Maybe. let's just say the power play didn't want to go on that drought they've been on at the very beginning of the season. And you could thank Sidney Crosby for that. However, they had three chances to do it and they could bird on the third chance. The first two chances, Boston's penalty kill said anything you could do, we can do. And they proved it as they spent six minutes in the box. Yeah, they literally spent six minutes in the box, the penalty box. It seems like after one guy left the penalty box, the next guy was walking back in. After Pittsburgh took a penalty, and then it was basically no Penguins welcome, Boston only. to the penalty box speaking of penalties some penalties can occur on hits and how to, and how many times you wonder did pittsburgh and boston hit each other well boston falls in the hit category by 8 hits short As Pittsburgh decided to become a hitting machine. (laughs) Hitting Boston not 10, but 18 times tonight at TD Garden. Boston, on the other hand. Said, I'm not going to hit you once. I'm going to hit you 10 times. And see how you like being hit on the ice. And they did so. The block shots we can do on the middle segment. I'm not going to get into that. But we are going to get into the shots on goal. So you're ready for the shots on goal? Well, here they are. Pittsburgh starts out with a roaring start. 16 shots total to Jeremy Swayman. Most of those 16 were goals. So not a great job. By Jeremy Swayman. In the first period. But a decent job. We'll find out what the final tally of his saves. And shots were. In just a bit. Oh it's got to be. A little bit of a reversal. But not really. Just as. Boston gets 11 shots on. The Pittsburgh Penguins net with Alex Nigeljevic in net. Apologies, Alex, if I don't get your pronunciation right. Of your last name. But the Penguins say, let's get 11 shots in the second period. So that we can tally on our 16 shots. So. I'm thinking they're already at 20 by now. And Boston. Hey you got 11. Why not get a double 11. So you could be in the same position. Pittsburgh said. No more 11 shots for these guys. They can get as low as 8. And Boston got 8. Shots. In the second period. Move to the last period. And hey. 16 shots ain't good enough for you. How about 8 shots. In the third period for Pittsburgh. But wait a minute. Didn't Boston just smash 11. Shots on net in the first period. Yeah they did. And while they can get 8 shots in the second period, they can only get 10 shots in the third period. Seems like you needed 11. Maybe triple 11s and you would have won the game. 11 shots each period. 11 shots first period. 11 shots second period. 11 shots third period. See where the Shots on goal win. Anywho, Pittsburgh wins the game and they win the shot battle 35 to 29. They win the game 6 to 5. Your coaches, Jim Montgomery, and of course, Mike Sullivan. And no, if you are. A viewer of Disney, Pixar's Monsters Incorporated. I don't mean James P. Sullivan. I mean Mike Sullivan. It sounds interesting. I know. But it is Mike Sullivan. Not James P. Sullivan. Which is a character in Monsters Incorporated. For those of you who don't know. So that is our. Game stats. That's our scoring summary. That's our penalty summary. But. Hmm. Hmm. Who are. Tonight's three stars. Let's take a word from our take another look, friends, at Voices for Ability Radio and find out who those stars of the game are atop the middle segment. Mm. It continues on Penguin's Post Game, streaming on On the Ice and Behind the Benches and streaming only on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Back with you after this word from Take Another Look and our station. It's Penguins hockey. That only happens on On the Ice and Behind the Benches every Wednesday. But happens every other day of the week. On Sports for Beginners. Let's go, Pens!
2: friend. Why? What's the matter? Why feeling bored and lonely? Look! Look at me! I am always happy! The only reason I can tell you it's because I listen to CNT Radio All the best Shows You can think of The Melting Pot The Cosmopolitan Culture Club And The Song Bank There are also Many More new shows to come Please make sure To visit her website At HTTP colon slash slash dot WordPress dot com slash C-N-A-T hyphen radio. Oh, now I can hear you more cheerful. CNT Radio. Making your day brighter one song at a time.
1: Jake, this is an insane game. Eleven goals, five
3: in the first seven and a half minutes alone. What are you gonna remember about it? Jake, this is an insane game. Eleven goals, five in the first seven and a half minutes alone. What are you gonna remember about it?
4: Yeah, um, obviously not the start we wanted. But
3: Take this is an insane game. Eleven goals, five in the first seven and a half minutes alone. What are you gonna remember about it?
4: Yeah, um, obviously not the start we wanted, but you know we push back and um, it's, it's one of those games where it feels like there's a lot of chances, a lot of goals are going in, so um, let's them back in the game there, but to find the two points is huge for our team and um, especially now we need these two points so that was a big one for us.
3: Jake, this is an insane game, eleven goals, five in the first seven and a half minutes
4: alone. What are you going to remember about it? Yeah, um, obviously not the start we wanted, but you know we pushed back and um, it's, it's one of those games where it feels like there's a lot of chances a lot of goals are going in so um, let him back in the game there but to find the two points is huge for our team and um, especially now we need these two points So that was a big one for us so the uh, winner is obviously Sidney Crosby is 22nd of the season how do you describe what he's doing in his age 36 year it's pretty remarkable what he does I mean uh, day in and day out it's he shows up to be the best and um, I truly believe he's the best player in the world so I've been fortunate to play alongside him for a long time and um, just enjoying every day. When you say day in and day out, he just does it. Like, yeah. What does that look like? Well, it's just his work ethic, I mean, practice first one.
3: Jake, this is an insane game, 11 goals, five in the first seven and a half minutes alone. What are you going to remember about it?
4: Yeah, um, obviously not the start we wanted, but you know we pushed back and, and it's, it's one of those games where it feels like. There's a lot of chances, a lot of goals are going in, so um, let him back in the game there, but to find the two points is huge for our team, and um, especially now. We need these two points, so that was a big one for us. So the uh, winner is obviously Sidney Crosby. is 22nd of the season. How do you describe what he's doing in his age 36 year? It's pretty remarkable what he does. I mean, uh, day in and day out, it's he shows up to be the best, and um, I truly believe he's the best player in the world. So I've been fortunate to play alongside him for a long time and um, just enjoying every day. When you say day in and day out, he just does it. Like, yeah. what does that look like? Well, it's just his work ethic. I mean, practice first one on, one of the last ones off. Uh, daily is just.
0: And that is Gino Machino, otherwise known as Jake the Shake, talking about Crosby. As we welcome you back into Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. He's talking with an ESPN reporter. We'll see if maybe in the bonus portion of this program. We can give you a better analysis on there. Speaking of better analysis. We haven't gotten much media availability from these teams. Just yet. But that's all right. And we welcome you back into the show. I am your host, Thomas McGregor of Penguin's Postgame for this edition of Penguin's Postgame. And as we welcome you back into the show, for those of you who are just joining us, thank you very much for joining us. Again, this will be put on on the ice and behind the benches if you miss it for every Wednesday hockey that is always Penguins Hockey Wednesday where we stream the Sports Beginners podcast program of this every time on Penguins Hockey yeah it's I mean, Crosby is, I want to say, the GOAT of the Pittsburgh Penguins. The G-T-O-A-T GOAT of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I want to say he's the GOAT. But I don't know, maybe he's not the GOAT just yet. Maybe he's not the goat just yet. Maybe he's not there just yet. Let's see if we've got our three stars up right now. And we should, because the game just gone final. So we'll see if we do or not. Who knows? We might have to do the stars of the game when we're wrapping up the show. Who knows? We, in fact, do have the three stars of this game. So, we know what to do. It's time for the stars of the game introduction. I'll be back after the stars of the game introduction. Stick right with us. Because we ain't done with you by a long shot. The stars of the game. Are on the way. And they're next. So don't you worry. I apologize for all the error that's going into this. We are bringing out our stars. Ah, here we go. Now I'm going to shut up and let the stars of the game do their intro. Take it away. it's time for the three stars of tonight's game and here we go back to the on the ice and behind the benches podcast studio with your host Thomas McGregor It says on the ice and behind the benches, but it is technically the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. That is just our three stars of the tonight's contest introduction for when this comes on on the ice and behind the benches, the podcast. Anyways, who are tonight's three stars of the game? Yes, exactly, Thomas. Who are the three stars of the game? Let's find out. Boston takes the cake with our third star of the game being number 88, David Pasternak. One goal, two assists, three points. Ice time, 20 minutes and 39 seconds. Brad Marshan, Brad Marshan. Who thought he would see... a star of this game. I wonder who... Thought it would be Brandon Marchand. Well, Brandon Marchand is your second star of the game. And actually, I have to agree with that. I mean, he scored two goals in this game. Sidney Crosby, yeah, he scored two goals as well. But really, he only scored the other goal just to end the game. So, basically, he scored one goal, and that was it. He did, however, get two assists and one point for a total ice time of 18 minutes and 39 seconds. Hmm, not bad. Guys, not bad at all. The penalty summary goes as follows. But before we get to another point in this middle segment, let's look at our linesman and referee of this game, shall we? So, who were the linesmen and referees for this game, I wonder? Let's find out. So, in in TD Garden, Boston, Massachusetts, your referees were Kevin Polak and Brian Pochmora. Your linesmen, however, were Dan Kelly. And David Barashubois, I'll just say David. The attendance record is coming up in the final segment. So we won't talk about that in just a bit. What we will do now on this middle segment is go to our play of the game. We've already revealed two plays, but those were plays to symbolize the goals. And I think a play of the game for me on Boston's side comes courtesy of Morgan. Let's sit back and watch our Boston Bruins play of the game, Morgan. Goal. Here are the guys that called it on ESPN as this wasn't a part of Pittsburgh broadcast. Here are the guys that called it And here is Morgan's goal.
1: Look at this, another turnover. O'Connor nearly got there. McAvoy will take it away. Now Bruins need to get something going here. Very quick. Inside is Pastanac. Yeah, it
0: like getting stopped here. There you go. Enough with these pauses. You know what? We don't need to hear what they have to say after the goal happened. That is our play of the game for Boston. But you know what? We're going to play that on top of the final segment when we come back. The winner goaltender goes to Alex and Jeremy. Gets the loss, his record 11, 3, and 4 now on the season. Alex's record for Pittsburgh goaltending, 7, 3, and 2. This is all courtesy of Sportsnet.ca. Search sportsnet.ca to find your team and follow them. Of course, you can also follow the Pittsburgh Penguins on Twitter at their Penguins page on the now formally known as Twitter X. Almost like saying, let's go to the X. But let's go to the X commercials. Don't come back until the summertime. I'm just going to say the last line, though, it because it's so catchy. Come celebrate with everyone that you want at the X. I think that's how it goes. Maybe we'll see what the commercials say when the X commercials come back. Who knows? Maybe I said it right. Maybe I didn't say it right. Doesn't look like there's any Penguin post games to go through right now. So you know what? While we're at the middle segment, let's get through a Penguins play of this game. And I gotta go with my boy that we talk about in another part of our segment with the shake of the game in Jake Gensel. Let's hear ESPN broadcasters talk about Jake the shake and his goal that made this game Pittsburgh, three, Boston, two. Watch that
1: power play goal from the other team. Can you try that? Obviously a hockey nerd. It's just remarkable to watch him play because it just never ends. Off the wall. And the scoring never ends. Kenzo so again. Off a stretch pass. And it's 3-2 Penguins. His feet just to explode. You think Lutang and him have
0: done this before? This is the wrong area. To- Hang on, let me start that again. Here we go.
4: Saying, "Hey, did you guys watch that power play goal from this other team? Can we try
3: that?" Obviously, a hockey nerd.
1: It's just remarkable to watch him play because it just never ends. Off the wall, and it's in, and the.
0: Alright, let's try one more time.
5: Hey, did you guys watch that
4: power play goal from this other team? Can we try that? Obviously a hockey nerd.
0: It's just remarkable
1: to watch him play because it just never ends. Off the long, come and it's in! And the scoring never ends! Gensel again! Off the stretch pass! And it's 3-2 Penguins! drill, his feet just explode. You think Latang and him have done this before? This is a long area pass into the corner, and Crosby's flying up the middle of the ice. He gets there first, he goes across to Gensel, and Gensel is on the doorstep. Five goals in the first seven and a half minutes, and the Pens lead 3-2. Ray, how is Sid so all alone?
0: All alone. Hey, he got a goal, man. You know that you were there. You were broadcasting it. As a matter of fact, let's play that again. Let's play that goal again. Here is Sidney Crosby. The game-winning goal.
1: Alright, with 8.48 to go, third period, McAvoy back in the box, as you mentioned, Ray, and the Penguins want to set up the, up the power play, here's Sidney Crosby lets it go, and it goes in, through traffic, and through Jeremy Swayman, and it's a power play goal for Sidney Crosby, and with 8.41 to go on the third, 6-5 Pittsburgh. Averaging three and a half shots a game, the most since 2010-11. It starts with a faceoff win again. The Penguins are 72% on the draw tonight. It matters so much on special teams. Carlson will race to the middle and Crosby's shot goes through traffic, through Lindholm, through Swayman. Oh, it hit Lindholm as well. Man, this has been a miserable night.
0: Now it's been a miserable night, you say. Well, yes. Yes, it was. But hey, they put up quite a fight. I mean, look. Look, 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 look. Boston, five. Penguins, six. You call that a miserable night? I call that an entertaining night. If it was in... Boston's favor, but Pittsburgh didn't score? i call it a miserable night on Pittsburgh's end. But if it was a miserable night in Boston and Pittsburgh was the only one that scored, then yes, I can see where they're coming from. But no, 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 no. Speak of the devil. Time to hear from Coach Mike Sullivan. He spoke to the media and just ended. Let's see what he had to say. After Penguins and Bruins. And then we'll proceed to the final segment of this program. But Thomas, what about the shake of the game? Don't worry. The shake of the game is coming up. Next. But first, let's hear what Coach of Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey said after a 6-5 victory over the Boston Bruins. Coach Sullivan You're on. Oh, looks like we had an ad. Let's let the ad go bye-bye. And let's get down to Mike Sullivan. of the pittsburgh penguins
2: especially in the third beyond the points i mean like racing to beat out the icing the block
3: shot well i i just think you know he's the heartbeat of our team you know he's uh you know he's the guy that is the standard bearer and uh you know when the stakes are high i think that's when he's at his best and he does a lot of the little things that help us win it's you know obviously obviously the offense speaks for itself and his ability to score goals and uh, create for his line mates, uh, but a, a lot of the, the little things that he does on the defensive side, whether it's winning faceoffs or blocking a shot or negating an icing in uh, in, in the in the five on six, it's things like that that add up to winning. And uh, you know, I, I think he leads the charge there for our team. You know, I thought uh, the, the the biggest thing for me was when we gave up the the power play goal against in the third period. Um, I I think he led the charge there also making sure that we responded the right way to that stuff and uh, and That's what I was most proud of the group uh, Because I thought there was throughout the course of the game There was a there was a lot of good and then some not so good and but but I liked really Liked how we responded we didn't allow it to get us down and and snowball into something worse You know we give up a goal in the first shift of the game for example then I thought our pushback was terrific the rest of the period. Um, you know, we give up the power play goal against in the third, and then the pushback I thought was, was uh, really good, and then the power play gets an opportunity and they score. Those are the things for me that I think are, are huge opportunities for us to grow as a team. Mike,
6: does that mean you think the team is finding itself, that they don't get rattled by those things?
3: I think so. I, I just think that's an important aspect uh, of our identity that we have to develop. and. Um, Just that resilience Because you know, I mean it's not just our games you you watch the games around the league and um, And you see two goals three goal deficits uh, disappear, I I just think that's the modern NHL and uh, And so I think a team's ability to respond to those adversities throughout the course of a game is going to go a long way to set set the team up for success The reality is is everybody's it's a game of mistakes. Everybody's gonna make them. It's it's more about how we rally around it How we support it how we respond making sure that we have the right pushback You know, and I we've got a veteran group that has been through a lot We have an accomplished group, but I feel like we've got to develop that as a team And I think I think we're making strides there and I thought tonight was an example
0: How
1: much trust are you developing in the achari line? You have them out there in a lot of important situations and it seems
3: like they're responding more times than not they are. I, I think they're an invaluable line for us. We put them in a lot of tough spots. They get D zone starts. They're, a lot of times it's against top players. I think uh, Harks is is learning how to play with, uh, with, with cooking and carts, using his speed, getting in on the forecheck, being physical when he has an opportunity, and then his defensive conscience when he's in his end zone. I think he's getting better and better. I think Cookie and Karts just have a great awareness and an understanding of how to play away from the puck and how to defend. And I also think they're they're cherishing the role. Uh, I think they're I think they they understand how important the role is to helping our team win. And and I think they're 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 priding themselves on it. And and I think they've responded uh, with some really good hockey for us. We've been defending a lot of leads lately, which is a good thing for our team. And uh, those guys have been a
0: huge part of it. mike sullivan of the Pittsburgh penguins okay time to put this into a bow but before we do that coming up on the middle segment minus the beginning of the final segment it's the shake of the game Did you think we'd forget about the shake of the game? Of course not. The shake of the game is on its way. It's our player of the game portion of Penguins post game. And who knows? We may even hear from head coach of the Boston Bruins, Jim Montgomery. Plus, you'll also get the next games for the Pittsburgh Penguins and, of course, the Boston Bruins. So... That is all coming up after a word from our station and a word from some of our podcast friends, including the station that features Penguins Wednesday Hockey every single Wednesday on this program. That's all coming up on Penguins postgame. So don't you dare go anywhere. Penguin Talkie continues on the Sports for Beginners podcast right after this. Hey, baseball fans, Thomas McGregor here. Are you ready for the baseball season? Are you ready for another? 162 games of MLB action. Join me and Scott McGregor on Blue Jays pregame. Airing on, on the ice and behind the benches this baseball season. when the Blue Jays take on the Tampa Bay Rays at St. Petersburg in Tropicana Field. It's the Blue Jays versus the Rays. It's Blue Jays pregame And it's coming to Sports for Beginners and on the ice and behind the benches this spring. So get those clubs ready. Get those umpires ready. Because once the season starts, it doesn't stop. Blue Jays pregame is coming soon to Sports for Beginners and on the ice and behind the bench is the podcast. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. And welcome back inside the sports for beginners studio it is penguins postgame we've heard from gino machino earlier in the game when they were talking about sydney crosby with espn reporters and of course we just heard from mike sullivan But now we've got to hear our Shake of the Game introduction. And when we've heard our Shake of the Game introduction, it's time to reveal who is the player of the game, Shake of the Game. That is... From both Boston and Toronto. But before we do. Oh, excuse me. I'm talking Pittsburgh here. Boston and Pittsburgh, excuse me. But before we do. Let's talk about the game. let's talk about the game with my thoughts on the game. Sorry for a little pause there. It is interesting to see that Boston will put up such a great effort and yet they fall short six to five. In favor of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Huh. Interesting. And you know what else is interesting? At least we don't have to say. That the Penguins shut out. The Boston Bruins on home ice. Because that would just be embarrassing. For the Boston Bruins. I even said it on Penguins recap when I did my leaf reactions how embarrassed I was of the Pittsburgh Penguins performance in Toronto but I'm not gonna get back into that you could hear my reaction. On Leaf Reaction, available on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. So, I won't go into how embarrassed I was. Because you can hear me talk about it. On on the ice and behind the benches is Leaf reaction. Now, hmm, I wonder. Hmm, what? are our Shake of the Game players from this game. Actually, before we do take a look at who the Shake of the Games are, even though we've heard our introduction by that time, Let's see what's going on in the NHL today. No women's hockey league to talk about today, but that's okay. They'll be back tomorrow night, probably by the time you're listening to this podcast, or perhaps. By the time you're enjoying your shakes, which are half off at the Milkshake Factory in Pittsburgh, thanks to Jake the Shake. Because every time he scores, You know what's up. You receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealer. I wonder what our milk shake factory dealers at Pittsburgh have for you. Just kidding. I know it's the shake of the game time. And we'll get there in a matter of minutes from now. But first, let's take a look at what went down on tonight's action. And we'll save Jim Montgomery for later. So Pittsburgh comes on top six to five, but you know who else comes on top? The Calgary Flames, as they take care of the Nashville Predators. Six to three. The Battle of Pennsylvania's team and the Philadelphia Flyers make it extra time but can't succeed in a shootout as they lose by a score of 3-2 to two in favor of the Columbus Blue Jackets in Philadelphia. The St. Louis Blues Beat the Vancouver Canucks 2-1. 2-1 to, one. Two to one, Vancouver loses to the St. Louis Blues. In St. Louis. Colorado fights hard and gets the answer. 5-4 your final score with the Avalanche taking the victory over the Dallas Stars 5 to 4 in overtime you talk about 6-3 how about 6 to 1 Buffalo Sabers over the Montreal Canadiens how about back-to-back 4 to 1 victories from the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning As they beat the Chicago Blackhawks 4-1, the New York Rangers. And the Lightning beat the Minnesota Wild 4-1 on the road. Game's in progress right now, but most likely final by the time we wrap up this show. We've got the LA Kings leading 2-0 over the Detroit Red Wings on home ice. The Arizona Coyotes are falling to the New York Islanders by four goals. 5-1 to one is the score as they approach the third period. Final minute. The Seattle Kraken have started and they're on the board against the Ottawa Senators. One to zero at Clement Pledge Arena. And the Golden Knights and Carolina and Florida Panthers, I almost said Carolina Panthers. Again, I'm moving for football talking. It is hockey, not football. The Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights are tied at 1-1 apiece. So it's basically Vegas 1, Florida 1. In the second period. Also in the second period is the Kraken game, 1-0 Ottawa in the power play. And with 5 minutes to go. We've got. The Islanders. And. Coyotes. 5 to 1. 20 minutes in the books. And the Red Wings trail. 2 to 0. After the first 20. Alright. We're going to get to the shake of the game. To wrap up this show. First. John Montgomery, let's hear what you have to say. It is the head coach of the Boston Bruins, Jim Montgomery. Getting his say on tonight's 6-5 loss to the Pens. Jim, what do you got to say? After a hard-fought battle against Pittsburgh.
6: Well, I knew it was going to be one of the back-and-forth games. Um, Yes, we did think about, um, but probably in the second is when we thought about making a goalie change. And Um, I think once before, I knew it was going to be one of the back-and-forth games. Well, I knew it was going to be one of the back-and-forth games. Um, Yes, we did think about Um, but probably in the second is when we thought about making a goalie change. And um, I think once before I've uh, made a switch and I wanted to see um, our goalie fight through it. Sometimes you give them the opportunity to fight through it. And when it's a game where it's back and forth like that, I thought fight through it. Sometimes you give them the opportunity to fight through it. And when it's a game where it's back and forth like that, I thought that was the opportunity to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't like our ice management. I don't like um, the odd man rushes we gave up, whether it's on the power play or five on five. Giving up an odd man rush cost us the penalty that ended up getting them to sixth goal, you know, and it's it's just we're um, we're not making sound decisions. We're forcing stuff when we don't need to. Uh, we were getting plenty of offense. We didn't have to force offense, and unfortunately, our game management, I think, cost us the game. Um but that being said, you got to love as a coach. You love the way where your your team never stops fighting, and we never stopped fighting. We believed the whole entire game, even when it was five we two. We're going to come back and win, and we did. We came back and tied it up five five. And you want to have that kind of spirit in
0: your team. that kind of
6: prevented you?
0: Seems like we're going to get some more Boston reactions. So let's see what the players had to say first guy to talk to us let's hear
1: you guys from
2: from from finishing off the comeback
0: i mean yeah um
5: obviously the big thing's getting shots on net and um whenever you know that we can't do that um it makes it tough but um you know we had our chances for sure we got down low we made a few nice plays um you know i think pav had one marshy had one on the other side so we definitely had our opportunities, you know, uh, a couple bad bounces there. You know, that's just how, how it goes sometimes. But um, like I said, this is something we can build off of for sure. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll put what we need to in the rearview
0: mirror and keep building off it. Speaking of Crosby
6: there, I mean, it's just amazing that
0: he's still doing what he's doing there. Morgan first. And who's next?
5: Uh, pretty incredible, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's slowed down even a little bit. Um, you know, physically, all of it. But uh, skating too, uh, him coming in on the forecheck, he had a lot of speed tonight. So um, you can definitely tell that he's feeling it right now, And as he has his whole career probably. But um, it's fun to play against a special player like that. I think we all take it as a challenge. And um, it's just great to see, you know, a guy that you grew up watching and then going out on the ice and being able to compete against him. But, yeah, pretty incredible how he's still doing it the same way.
6: Charlie. How did you think your team
5: that? you? Uh, I thought I mean there's there's never any quit and, and that's a great sign to see We pride ourselves on that, but it's not a good thing to put yourself in a couple different holes during that game. Um, you know, letting them kinda of jump out at certain times and then we always know we're gonna fight back, but it shouldn't really get to that point and I think you know, taking minor penalties has been something that we need to work on and kind of limit, you know, whether it's, we think they're hockey players or not, you know, they're called and um, those guys, they made us pay a few times and uh, so that's that's something too, just staying out of the box, playing five on five and playing solid hockey as we do, that, that'll that give us the best chance to play. Um, but yeah, we, I think we, we dug ourselves into too many holes and it's great to see our, our fight back. It is, but um, we, we don't like to play that way. You know, we shouldn't have to play that way. Were you surprised by the, kind of some of the details, particularly early in, in the game, falling behind 5 2? Yeah, I mean. Um, you know, they you gotta give them credit. They, they they have a lot of talent on that team, they make a lot of plays. Um you know, a couple were lucky bounces in know, that game where was off the, the shaft. Um, you know, but again you give you know, one of the best players in the world uh time and space is gonna make plays and um, but you know, a, a couple bounces there early that uh, would like to have back. But yeah, you know, missing coverage against a team like that can not happen.
3: Um so we need to be better there.
6: In, in the game on behind
0: five two yeah I mean Brendan Carlisle Ray Brad Marhan And Morgan,
5: but I mean, there's there's never any quit, and, and that's a great sign to oh, see. Oh, excuse
0: me, Charlie, too. The uh, ice and being able to compete. Speaking of Crosby, there, does
6: it's just amazing
0: that he's still doing what he's doing there. Pretty. Those were our guys we heard from. Seen. From Boston, as the players. All right, you know what? Let's take one final break before we close out the show. And we'll wrap up our final segment as part of our middle segment portion of this program. So keep it tuned with another word from our station and a word from Sienna T Radio. It is the Penguins postgame show on the Sports for Beginners podcast, and we wrap up the show. Bruins five, Penguins six. The attendance record. Shake of the game. Next When Penguin's Post game continues.
3: Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from Human Connections.
0: It is Penguins postgame on the Sports for Beginners podcast and streaming Wednesdays on the on the ice and behind the benches podcast. I am your host stepping in for the current host of Penguins postgame in my brother Scott McGregor and it is about time to wrap up the show a quick check-in on the games going on right now it is now two to zero in Clement pledge arena And we have just gone final in Arizona. The final score Arizona, one. New York, five. As the Islanders beat the Arizona Coyotes, five to one. The San Jose Sharks remain scoreless in the Shark Tank against the Winnipeg Jets. And this just didn't. It was 2-0 and now it's 3-0. Seattle over the Ottawa Senators. Let's take a look at who's scoring in this game. Just before we get to our Shake of the Game reveal. We already heard the introduction. So we know we must do it. And if you were looking for the game pucks of the game. We'll do it with the Shake of the Game reveal. So. Seattle is on the board, and they're the only ones that've scored. The third goal, coming in at 19 minutes and 4 seconds, is Andre Braboski. Yanni Gorg is on pace for. His sixth goal of the season. Andre has his first goal as a Seattle Kraken and first goal of his season with the Seattle Kraken. With Yamamoto getting his five assist of the season on that goal. Currently, the shots are 26 for Ottawa, 22 for Seattle. And Thomas Tatar with his fourth goal of the game. I should say fourth goal of the season at 15-20. 15 minutes and 20 seconds to be exact. With Jordan Eberle getting his 13th assist. And Vince Dunn getting his 26th assist. Vince Dunn is on a roll with the assist category right now. 26 assists right now. As that game just ends their second period. It's 3-0 Seattle against Ottawa. We may need to pick up the pace, Ottawa. Speaking of picking up the pace, after 20 minutes of play, still the LA Kings lead 2-0 with the Detroit Red Wings. And it is now 2-1 to one Florida over the Vegas Golden Knights. So, let's get to our shake of the game recipients. And I gotta say, I gotta give some measly credit to former Toronto Maple Leafs. Skater, now Pittsburgh Penguin, Noel Achari. He may not have got any goals in this game. But he certainly tried his hardest, finishing the night with three block shots, two hits. An ice time of seventeen minutes and nine seconds, and getting four shots on Jeremy Swayman. What about Boston? Hmm? Who is the shake of the game for Boston? I got to give it to the goalie here. Look, 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 look. You gave up six goals. I understand that. But. You faced 35 shots. And 29 of those 35 shots were all saves. Six of them were goals. You finished the night with the interesting save percentage 0.829 percent. In the save percentage. With 57 minutes played. Let's talk about who got scratched here. Before we get to our game. Our game pucks of the game. As that wraps up our shake of the game. And we're going down to the next five games for both the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Boston Bruins. First on the Boston Bruins side, we have Jacob Luko or Laco. if I can say that pronunciation right. Matthew Pot- Pot- Matthew Poteraris. Matthew, I'm sorry if I don't get your last name right. Um Parker Weatherspoon. Wooderspoon, excuse me. <laughs> uh interesting last name. Nice. They were all scratched in the game that featured these two meeting for the first out of three meetings. Who was out for the Penguins, though? Let's find out. Ryan Shea is still out, and Raheem Sorona, otherwise known as Big Z, was out as well. So two guys were out. Your face-off winners included Achari. Way to go, Achari. Big Jeff Carter. Crosby. Eller. Gino Machino, otherwise known as Evgeny Malkin. I use Gino Machino for the shake as well, which is Jake Gensel. The Rusty Razor. which is the number 17th player of your Pittsburgh Penguins. And Riley Smith, number 19. All right. Let's continue on to our game, pucks of the game. And I feel like We should take a 30-second timeout, though, because once we get back, I'm going to wrap up this show. So our shake of the game is out. Our game pucks are next. And finally, we'll get to the next five games for the Penguins and the Bruins. But first, another word from one of our station friends. It is Penguin's post game, and it continues right after this 30-second break. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams, from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, Third, On the Ice and Behind the Benches.
3: Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Taddeo Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections.
0: Shake of the game out of the way, game summary out of the way, it is Penguin's post game. Boston Bruins and Pittsburgh Penguins is the topic of conversation. Right here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And streaming every Wednesday on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Hello everyone. I am your host, stepping in for the current host of... Penguin's Post Game, Thomas McGregor. And I'm stepping in for the current host of Penguin's Post Game in Scott McGregor, who will be back with you next Penguin's Post Game. So our shake of the game, our game summary, and all that jazz has been covered But what hasn't been covered is our players of the game. In-game pucks. Let's have one look at our scores of last night's action. As of the time of this recording, we are just wrapping up the program. If you recall correctly, I remember telling you that Seattle... Was currently on board for a shutout between the Ottawa Senators at Climate Pledge Arena. Well, it seems like Ottawa wouldn't let Seattle have shutout wins for their goaltender as that game will finish at the time of this recording four to one in favor of Seattle. We also have the Florida Panthers taking care of business against the Golden Knights four to one. The Red Wings took care of business against the Los Angeles Kings, 4-3. But they needed a shootout to decide it. The Winnipeg Jets and Sharks game finished with a final score of 2-1 in favor of the Winnipeg Jets. The St. Louis Blues finished in regulation with a 2 to 1 victory over the Vancouver Canucks The Lightning beat the Minnesota Wild 4 to 1 The Rangers beat the Blackhawks four to one. The Sabres beat the Canadians six to one. Our game finaled with a score of six to five. Philadelphia lost to the Blue Jackets three to two. The Avalanche Find Pater and get an overtime victory over the Dallas Stars five to four. Calgary six to three over the Predators. And that's our games for you on Penguin Postgame. To be talked about. So, let's get let's get down to the game, Puck, shall we? Because we've got a lot more to do. Next time. On Penguins post game. Yes, we do, Thomas. But are you going to be the host? We'll see when I, when I step in next time for the host of sports for beginners and the host of this year program penguins post game when my next step in will be for game pucks of the game I'm going to give out two game pucks to each team so two players that stood out to me from each team, will receive game pucks. Let's start with Pittsburgh. And I must say I'll give some game pucks to Jake Gensel, one shot, one goal, one point. On just four of his shots he took. An ice time of 19 minutes and 30 seconds. He was on the ice for just about. 29 (laughs) shifts. And actually that's nine minutes and 30 seconds of ice time for Jake Gensel. No, nope, 19 minutes and 30 seconds is the Jake the Shake time. Let's give another game puck of the game to... Christopher Lu Tang, or Tanger, as we call him, in Pittsburgh. Three assists equal for three points and three shots on net for a total ice time of 24 minutes and four seconds. On just 26 shifts for him. He blocked four shots and spent two minutes in the box, but also hit Boston two times. So let me get some thoughts in about our game. Between Sidney Crosby and Jeremy Swayman. With these two game pucks of the game. Look Jake and Lu Tang were on fire tonight. But there are some points in the game. Where I actually thought. Tanger. Was better. Than um, Jake. Yes Jake got a goal. But Tanger had, I think, the most fun with the assist. And let's give Alex some love there, too. Twenty four saves, twenty nine shots. 828 save percentage. 5 goals allowed. Does manage to play the full 60 minutes. So you get an honorable mention, Alex. Now let's talk about the Boston game pucks of the game. AKA the losers of this game. As we're celebrating a Victory Friday for all of you in Pittsburgh. And a just normal Friday for all of you in Boston, Massachusetts. But before we get to Boston's Game Pucks of the Game, why don't we just get out of the way? as Boomer would say on NFL Primetime. Why don't we get out of the way the next five games for your Pittsburgh Penguins? Let's do that first. So, it's the Berg of PPG Paints Arena hosting the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday Night Hockey when the Buffalo Sabres take on your Pittsburgh Penguins at PPG Paints Arena. Then Calling all Pennsylvania battlers to the ice. It's the Battle of Pennsylvania on Monday in Philadelphia. As the Philadelphia Flyers welcome in the Pittsburgh Penguins after. Beating the Pittsburgh Penguins in December back-to-back games. 4-3 to three on the road against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And 2-1 to one on home ice. What will they do with Pittsburgh this time around? Has Pittsburgh learned their lesson and able to capitalize? On Monday, will they be able to capitalize? Or will we see... another... Philadelphia victory? Find out all those answers... when Philadelphia and the Pittsburgh Penguins... go to battle. After the Battle of Pennsylvania begins... yet again on Monday night, two nights off for the Pittsburgh Penguins before... They play Thursday Night Hockey in PPG Paints Arena. When they take on the Vancouver Canucks. At 7 p.m. on Thursday night. Off to Carolina. Pittsburgh goes with the day off Friday. Before another Saturday night action of Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. Featuring the Carolina Hurricanes. And your Pittsburgh Penguins. This game series even up at one game apiece. So, what will the final answer be before we have to wait till March for the final showdown between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Pittsburgh Penguins? Catch that action. On January 10th, January 13th, excuse me. When they go head-to-head against your Pittsburgh Penguins at 7 p.m. on Saturday Night Hockey in Pittsburgh, in Carolina. Speaking of getting ready for hockey... If Mark Madden was on before hockey today and it was a back-to-back, I'd say it's time for the Mark Madden show on 105.90X, home of the best Pens coverage on the radio. And the last game we'll look at are the Vegas Golden Knights at 10 o'clock and the 6 o'clock action between the Seattle Kraken and your Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, Seattle has not met the Pittsburgh Penguins just yet. But they will. Meet the Penguins in due time. Puck drop for that game. First meeting is at 6 p.m. one Monday from Philadelphia this game against the Pittsburgh Penguin. On January 15th. We'll wrap up. The Penguins look ahead. With a January 22nd matchup. Between the Arizona Coyotes. Kicking late night action off at. 9 p.m. In Arizona. Where it's. The legs of which you see Arizona taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Then it's home and home matchups between the halves of Montreal and the Panthers of Florida on the 26th and 27th of January. How about that? Hockey fans, when the PWHL women's hockey is wrapping up some of the schedules that are in January 20, the 27th. We've got some Penguins hockey to deliver your way on January 27th. How about that? It's a back-to-back. Now that we got out of the way, Let's get to the game, pucks of the game for the Boston Bruins. And say bye, bye, bye to this edition of Penguins post game with Boston's next five games in this 2023 2024 season. So for me, I got to give Jeremy Swayman a lot of credit here as we get in our game pucks of the game, 29 saves, 35 shots, a save percentage of 829, six goals allowed Wasn't able to complete the full 60 minutes, but did play a rather 57 minutes and 19 seconds. Perfect kind of game that got crushed by six goals. So he gets my player of the game on the game puck. Good game. Jeremy, just a little rocky finish at the end, and who else to give this game pucking a game to other than David Pasternak, but Brad Marchand. Brad Marsh Hand, number 63, two goals, two points, who the bleep cares about him getting assists, him getting assists. He could just make a bunch of shots and they all go and sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't. Two of those four shots he took on goal were actually goals. With a nice time finish of 20 minutes and 23 seconds on 29 shifts. He hits Pittsburgh once, never blocks a shot. Doesn't get a box minor to the penalty box trip, that is, but does deliver two goals for the Boston Bruins. You know, I'd be ashamed, though, if I didn't say David Pashnok gets a warm welcome here. In the game, po- in the game, boxer. The game are all about moving up from a game you had. If it was disastrous, if it was great, if it was to quote the guys that we heard on the highlight from ESPN, a miserable night, or if it was. Just a terrible night in general. But I certainly don't think it was a terrible night. Yes, it did not go in Boston's favor. But what can you do? A game is a game at the end of every day. And all you gotta do is work out what didn't work out. Fix it. And get back to doing another game. So David Pasternak, a goal, two assists. For that reason, he gets three points. He makes a touchdown of shots on goal, seven shots on his net chances. 23 minutes and 39 seconds on 23 shifts. You only need 23 shifts to complete 23 minutes and 39 seconds of ice time. It's pretty good. And it does seem like a worthy game puck. Okay! So David Pasternak, Brad Martian, and Jeremy Swayman David Pasternak is our on is our Boston Bruins honoree of the game pucks, but our game pucks really go to Jeremy Swayman and Brad Marchand. Our Pittsburgh Penguins game pucks go to. Alex and Tanger. Alex with the runner up. Tanger. Oh no, excuse me. Get and Gensel, not Tanger. So Jake. And Alex, get your game pucks of the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And with that being said, you know what time it is, Penguins post game. It's time for Boston's turn on the next five games. And then, that is it for the show. And how cute. We start this match up with a match on Saturday, just like Penguins. As they hope to bounce back against the Tampa Bay Lightning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. On Hockey Night in Canada, Saturday night. Then it's back-to-back road games, Monday and Tuesday. First, it's the Avalanche versus the Boston Bruins in Denver. Then, it's the Arizona Coyotes versus Boston in Arizona. Both games drop the puck at 9 o'clock. Before 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock, take home... Matchups between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Boston Bruins. The St. Louis Blues follow suit on Saturday night. After a night in the TD Garden against Tampa Bay. It's 3 four, five home games between the New Jersey Devils Monday, the Colorado Avalanchers Thursday, the Montreal Canadiens Saturday after Saturday night in St. Louis, and Monday and Wednesday With Carolina and the Winnipeg Jets and Hurricanes. Those games, one o'clock in the afternoon for the New Jersey Devils, seven o'clock in the evening on Thursday, Saturday, and seven o'clock. On Monday, after the New Jersey one o'clock game, the next Monday night for the Winnipeg Jets and the Boston Bruins game, before Carolina has a seven thirty game between the Boston Bruins at seven thirty, then, as it's a back to back, off to the nation's capital in on in Canada where Ottawa will face the Boston Bruins at the Canadian Tire Center for another match of three meetings between the Ottawa Senators and the Boston Bruins at 7 p.m. On Thursday night. Philadelphia wraps up. January schedule for the Boston Bruins. And brings our show to a close. With our attendance record being repeated. In just two minutes. But first. It's a 1230 in the afternoon start. With the Philadelphia Flyers. And the Boston Bruins meeting again. To wrap up January on the 27th of their schedule. Now that should be fun. Because it's a bunch of home games before road games to kick off 30 to kick off February. All starting with Calgary. Then Vancouver. Here comes Washington, then Tampa Bay, Seattle, and last but certainly not least, the Los Angeles Kings before Dallas ends that road trip of home games for your Boston Bruins. On Monday, the 19th of February. So lots of action to come out here. But now that that has been revealed, it's time to say good night. It's time to say have a great day. It's time to basically say this. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And until we get to our sign-off, here is, that will bring us to the sign-off, your attendance record between the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the Boston Bruins. Pittsburgh wins it in an attendance record at TD Garden of 17,850 fans in attendance. 6-5 is the final score, and as I was about to say on the sign-off, you have just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. As I do on On the Ice and Behind the Benches when this goes on YouTube. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends. That is it for Penguins Post Game. But our friends over at the Pittsburgh Penguin Post Game Show, including our host of Sports for Beginners, Would like to remind you, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, that it is never goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, we'll see you after the next Penguins hockey game. That is it for me. I hope you enjoyed the show just as much as I did talking about the game. And once again, your winners, as we proceed to get our closing message next. It is your Pittsburgh Penguins, 6, versus your Boston Bruins, 5. With Pittsburgh getting the call with the win. And Boston getting the call with DL. Stay safe out there, hockey fans. And enjoy the rest of the NHL season. We'll see you on the next Penguins postgame show. Until then, though. Stay happy. Happy 2024. And love one another. If this is in the nighttime that you're listening to, good night for Penguins postgame. If this is in the daytime, have a great day, everyone. Peace. I'm out. Our closing message is next, but I'm out for now. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building you've just listened to pittsburgh penguins hockey on the sports for beginners podcast to learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule like the sports for beginners facebook page search sports for beginners or visit the official sports for beginners podcast website thanks for listening and until next time stay tuned and remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it.
2: looking for conversations on books and more as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications you've come to the right place join us weekly on spicy techie where ali makara and sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey to learn more tune in to the show and like the spicy techie facebook page search for spicy techie